We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its not to travel abroad. It struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you an now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. So, Joe Biden was... Oh, where are my manners? I'm sorry. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am, as always, your host and your provider of, well, I'd say daily anti-government propaganda, but I've been slacking a lot lately. I have a ton of excuses. They're all true, but they're excuses nonetheless. I can power through, but in my laziness and whatever excuses I come up with, I chose not to. So, my apologies for being MIA, but I'm back. And speaking of which... Just about six days ago now, Joe Biden was in my own backyard in Detroit, Michigan. How about that? And he crashed a few things. He crashed into a motorcade. and Well, not him directly, but his motorcade crashed into a motorcyclist, sending him to the hospital. Not the first time this week, by the way. Oh, yeah. And uh, Joe Biden also said that the pandemic was over. Yeah, I, I almost forgot to mention that one, that, that, that small detail that Joe Biden came out and said that the pandemic is officially over. And as for this, this is just, uh, you know, I'm rendering some episodes in the background right now. 
So don't worry about this. Try your best to ignore it. That being said, let's get into this article. Now we're going to start off with this clip right here. Turn this up. Rewind it. And, uh, what? Detroit Auto Show and... Hold on. Make sure all my volume is regulated. Cool. Mr. President, first Detroit Auto Show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing, uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Oof. Meanwhile, the government is sending, is trying to approve bills to get millions and millions of dollars worth of extra funding to fight the pandemic. There are states trying to put in new rules and regulations for pandemic election season. Him saying this has issue, has big issues presented for a lot of big narratives that are currently being circulated right now. And now, depending on where you are, you're thinking, what narrative? There's no COVID narrative out there. There's no lockdown happening in my state. There's no weird voting thing going on in my state. Well, my response is thus. You have individual counties doing their own thing, which, you know, some are going more pandemic than others, and these are in red states typically. Now, in blue states, a lot of these blue states, like mine, for example, they're bringing back mail-in ballots. They're bringing in early voting. They're bringing in a bunch of stuff that me as a precinct delegate and a bunch of other people are trying to bring in, limit and or stop as a whole. But Joe Biden saying this right now, right, saying we're out of the pandemic means that all these, you know, these 48-hour drop boxes, these mail-in ballots, these, uh, this early voting, all this stuff needs to be stopped, right? It's over. Go back to elections as they were being held in 2016 or whatever. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's get into this article, shall we? Biden says pandemic is over and inflation will be controlled. And we are going to get into those motorcade stories. They're actually kind of funny. President Biden declared the coronavirus pandemic is over in an interview that aired Sunday, pointing to the return of large events and the lack of masking and other public health measures in place nationwide. Quote, we still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. But the pandemic is over. But the pandemic is over. Excuse me for just one second. I'm dealing with some seasonal allergies lately. And I think my Sudafeds might be wearing off. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing a mask. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape, says the guy, not in such a good shape. And so I think it's changing. He said the United States is still recording an average of more than 400 deaths per day from, from COVID-19. He also said that America will respond militarily if China invades Taiwan, but that deserves its own episode. Sorry. But as you see here, this is ground news. This is where I get my news articles from. We scroll down here to ABC7 New York. President Biden says COVID-19 pandemic is over. And we're going to hop over to NBC7. That's ABC7. My bad. This is a New York 
one and wait for the articles to load. Here we go. Experts and much of the country as well, off guard to say the least. President Biden caught medical experts and much of the country as well, off guard to say the least. President Biden last night saying the COVID pandemic is over, despite more than 350 Americans dying every day of COVID and tens of thousands every day getting sick. But most Americans have ditched masks and the politicization of COVID is a factor in the midterm elections, which is why officials are now going public getting boosters. Lauren Glassberg in the newsroom. Lauren? And another statistic, one million Americans have died from COVID, and yet the pandemic has moved to end. Just one million? And are you sure about that? So I'm going to focus on the million COVID deaths thing for just a brief period of time, please humor me. Now we're here at the CDC for the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the COVID data tracker. As we see, Total cases, 95, let's just go with this as a fact for now, right? I'm going to harp down this a little bit more, but let's look at this, right? Total cases, 95,494,560 total cases, total cases, right? Now, of the total cases, 1 million died. Now we're even near 2 million, right? It seems like, well, how dare you say that? You know, a million people died, James. That's horrible. That's not even 1% of the overall infection rate. That really did... Okay, nearly 100 million, right? We are 5 million. We are about 4.5 million or so cases away. Let's go with that. 4.5 million cases away from 100 million COVID cases in the United States. However, of that, one million has died. Oomph. Big oomph. But now let's look at a slightly bigger picture shot. I'm not on DuckDuckGo. As you can see in the corner, it's Google. I'm on Normie Google. Not DuckDuckGo, not Brave, not Tor, not on... Wait, don't worry about those last two. I'm just on Google. Total cases worldwide 612 million cases 612 million cases overall deaths 6.53 million globally of this entire pandemic 612 million global cases recorded and by the way keep in mind china isn't accurately reporting their cases neither is north korea so those aren't in here and these are huge populations that aren't factored in but that is the global supposed covid case right this is not going on youtube but i got a two-week ban on youtube anyway so 612 million cases and of that 6.53 million cases of or 6.53 million infected have died now again that's not even in the five percent that's not a percentage that requires or calls for a global lockdown and shut down of the entire world's economy. It just doesn't. Even if we take it at the numbers they give us, it is nowhere near as scary or as fatal and deadly as they shoved down your throats. So I, let's just say right, one million cases, as she said. Oof, I fucking guess.
Oh no, a million cases. You know, every single day, supposedly a hundred thousand men die. Sorry, I'm a I'm a young cracker fan. Now, let's just say that hypothetical. Actually, what is it? Hold on. Let's see. World population. This isn't right here. Just for anyone who might be wondering, this takes you to an entirely different page. In an entirely different page. Actually, look at this. Deaths recovered. Again, we'll be breaking this down a little bit more. I am, for good reason, skeptical of these fucking numbers. Now, deaths today, just in general, 158,000 in counting deaths this year. 42 million people have died this year. So, you know, just this year alone, 42 million people died. Right now, we just broke into 158 thousand a hundred and fifteen deaths today so in a year in a year a million people died from covid actually was that even the statistic or is this counting let's see data as of september 19th posted i wanna know august 20 so so let's get into why am I skeptical of these numbers. You see this site. Politico. I use them so rarely. I don't really like Politico that much. They're a very biased site, and they claim to be non-biased. And they also pride themselves on their fact-checking capabilities when... I gotta say, man, they fact-check me on a lot of stuff I don't think is uh, factually inaccurate. With a lot of, like, well, mostly false, but you take shit out of context and make it false. But let's just, that's what I, I, I want to use this source. Because it's easy, the, the people who are still in the COVID fear are like, well, the right will say anything to make people die from COVID. But that's why I want to use a left source. The left wants people to be afraid of COVID. So when they say something about COVID that doesn't align with the rest of the narrative, you should take more heed to it. This is why I say you need to read left outlets. <clears throat> and this is from... The from 10 21 2022 by Renuka Ryasam with Politico. Who lives, who dies, and who tells your story? Okay, Hamilton, calm down. More than a year and a half after the U.S. recorded its first COVID death in February 2020, there is still no consensus about the exact number of people who have been killed by the disease. The official tally is more than it again from 2020. 725,000, according to the CDC, a number the U.S. hit Monday the same day as as Colin Powell died from COVID complications. But did Powell's passing count as a death from COVID? Surprisingly, there is no consensus on that question because the CDC has not been clear about it. Quote, there is no standardized national case definition that I'm aware of yet, Michael Phillips, the chief hospital epidemiologist at NYU uh, Lagoon Health, or uh, Lagoon, I'll go Lagoon Health, told Nightly today, quote, there are a lot of opportunities for difference. Opportunities for difference? Hmm. 
The phrase, quote, died of COVID complications means a variety of different things with no definition. States or even individual hospitals have their own criteria for how to count COVID deaths from COVID. <clears throat> Death investigations in the U.S. are generally, quote, non-uniform. James, Gr James Gill, the current president of the National Association of Medical Examiners, said, quote, or sorry, said, there are more than 2,000 jurisdictions that report deaths in the U.S. Coroners, physicians, sheriffs, justices of the peace, and others can all fill out death certificates. Those death certificates are what the CDC examines for its official tally. States' officials' tallies are climbing as jurisdictions revise their death tolls based on a closer look at death certificates. Oklahoma added more than a thousand deaths to its count. This week, after the state's health department investigated COVID deaths, New York added nearly 12,000 COVID deaths to its official tally in August after accounting for death certificate data and not just those from hospitals, adult care facilities, and nursing homes. Both states' data now more closely match the CDC numbers. Oh, so they had to adjust things to make them line up a little bit more? Nice. But there's no consensus, however. At NYU, every patient who cl who uh, comes into the hospital, regardless of why they are there, gets tested for COVID to trigger uh, infection protocols if necessary. Phillips said, if the patient is still in the infectious period when they die, NYU counts that as a COVID death. If the patient is still in the infection infectious period when they die, NYU counts that as a COVID death. I've been shot. I am in the ER. They put a swab Q-tip up my ass and wiggled it back and forth thusly, and it says I have COOF. I am bleeding profusely out of this gunshot wound I probably got in Harlem. Please, oh please, help me. Ugh. Oh, well, he clearly died of COVID. What the fuck? You know, sorry if I blew your eardrums out there. And let's just do a fun little game, shall we? Let's just take four digits. Any four wacky digits. Watch this. Uh, five, eight, one, two. COVID deaths. Watch this. Oh, whoa. Michigan reports additional fucking COVID deaths toll at 5,912. Uh, well, fuck it. Oh, what's this? It's all over the place. Whoa, what the fuck is down here and there? Oh, whoa. Let's do two, 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 two. Surely. This is a random fucking number. Whoa, would you look at that? Uh, this is just an old thing. You could literally type in any, almost any combination. You could type in any combination of four numbers. You would find COVID deaths related to that. And almost any five, any five number combination will get you that amount of COVID deaths. This was more of a meme back at the time. Uh, I found out about this in like, fuck. Probably... I think it was, I want to say, early October is when I found out about this. People were just making a joke out of typing any four digits in, and then they would find that. Like, check this out. 6666. Six, six. Hmm. Oh, well, looks like I'm... Oh, nope, DOH reports 6666. Six, six. New cases of COVID deaths. I, I was like, oh, well, I got... Nope. 
I almost thought I proved myself wrong, but there it is. Let's see. Let, what, what's today's date, right? September 19th, 2021. Okay. Don't know why I said 2021, but oh well. All right. So look, let's see. Nine and it's, it's nine, 1922. Oops. Let's see. Is it in here? Is it in here? This is actually kind of pushing it. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know if I'm actually going to find it on this one. Yeah, like I said, almost any combination of five digits will bring it up. Let's, uh, let's just keep, let's remove this nine, though. Just have it be 1922. Let's see, does it come up? Does it come up? Boop, boop, boo. Let's see, COVID deaths, mortality. Let's see, 1922, new COVID infections, four new deaths. Okay, so I found infections. Yeah. All right, well, let's sell there on the front page. Go play with that, see what you find. It probably means nothing, but it was a meme that was worth a keck back in the day. My bottom line being is I don't, re I don't really believe the million people have died from COVID thing. Because... We don't know how they count it, and it seems like, yeah, a lot of places, just hospitals and jurisdictions can just fill out the death certificate and put whatever the fuck they want. CDC gets it, and I'm like, oh, well, COVID death. People went in with gunshot wounds or accidents or whatever. They just had COVID in the infectious phases. They counted it as a death of COVID, dying from COVID instead of dying with COVID. That's just how they counted it. So I'm a little, du it's a bit of a dubious fucking claim. They, it's just, oh, well, you know, a million people have died of COVID. It, of course, that's what they're going to run with, what they're going to say. All that to debunk like a 40-second clip, you know? But I am a journalist of the people, what can I say? Pandemic status, meaning that the emergency in the U.S. has passed, but COVID remains a virus that people will continue to deal with. The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's what the pandemic is over. It's what this country has longed to hear that the pandemic is over. A presidential pronouncement two and a half years after the coronavirus began infecting and killing people around the world. The tide has turned in large part because of vaccines. One, two, three. And today in Hamilton Heights, the city's health commissioner. I mean, I don't think we have the numbers here, but why is it that everybody I know who got vaccinated has been reinfected multiple times with COVID? Meanwhile, people like me who haven't been vaccinated at all have zilt in the way of reinfection. Could be a nebulous, slow, antidotal thing to think about, but probably most like most definitely is right. But I don't know. It's just the unvaccinated aren't dying I, it's hard not to notice the unvaccinated aren't getting peri and myocarditis a little bit fucking weird how that's happening to everybody but the unvaccinated I don't fucking know man I, the, but yeah the vaccines help totally and the secretary of the US health and human services received both a flu shot and a COVID booster shot it is the updated vaccine it's not necessarily new because it does much of what the previous vaccine... Oh, yeah, we will talk about this new vaccine. It's only been tested on eight mice before it was rolled out, all of which the mice either died or had severe COVID. 
So we'll be, that gets its own episode. Don't worry. Yeah, this new vaccine. <laughs> Line up, jab rats. It's time for testing. Vaccines do, but it does it better. Updated boosters and therapeutics, which can treat patients with COVID, all making the difference, allowing people to start living like they did before the pandemic. We are truly in a different place today than we were in March 2020 or March 2021 or even six or eight months ago. But both caution that COVID remains a problem, especially for the unvaccinated. We've done so much to get us back to a place where we can live our lives, but we have to continue to do the things that protect us. And I, I believe the president. So it's especially dangerous to the unvaccinated. Again, to use another left source, Microsoft News. Bill Gates, vaccine king shill himself. CDC report, natural immunity stronger than vaccines alone during Delta wave. This is by KDVR TV Denver, local Fox News affiliation. They're even, it's Microsoft News using Fox News. Right and left, owned by Bill Gates together. Isn't it lovely? Moving on. Denver, KDVR, natural immunity was six times stronger during the Delta wave than vaccination, according to the new research from the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention. The report published January 19th, analyzed, let's see when this come out, just, I read something like this on the podcast in 2021, so, assume 2021 for now. The report published January 19th, analyzed COVID outcome data from New York and California, which make up about one in six of the nation's total COVID deaths. Hashtag Cuomo killed my grandfather. Never forget. The study has limits. Namely, it was done before the Omicron wave and doesn't factor in any information about boosters. It does, however, broadly, if, if, the, if you already have the two doses that it started out with, and it ain't helping you. Why the fuck would the boosters be any of any use to you? You know? But okay. Put it in there, I guess. <clears throat> it does, however, broadly agree with studies from other countries. Colorado Omicron cases finally uh, trending downward. CDPHE provides COVID update. Vaccines were more effective at preventing infection or serious illness than natural immunity from prior infections before the Delta variant became the dominant strain. Again, vaccines were more effective at preventing infection or serious illness than natural immunity from prior infections before the Delta variant became the dominant strain. After Delta became the main strain, vaccines alone grew weaker. It, it, what happened is we found out that after six months, the effectivity rates of the vaccines declined sharply, especially in what came out to be called leaky vaccines <clears throat> after delta became the main strain vaccines alone grew weaker against the virus and natural immunity got much stronger this could be due to in large part to the fact that vaccines began wearing off around the time delta spread according to a new study and this is what viruses do they evolve they become more transmissible but less deadly. And COVID already wasn't a deadly virus. It was a respiratory virus of a kind we've already seen before. Influenza is a COVID-type virus, for Christ's sake. 
So if you already had the flu before, you already had some natural immunity to fight against COVID. And we're seeing studies coming out more and more suggesting that the reason why people aren't getting... Why when Trump runs for for president in 2024 and it looks like he's going to win, they're going to flip the entire narrative and start blaming him and talking about how the vaccines are dangerous. And if he won office in 2020, that's all the news we'd be talking about is how dangerous the Trump vaccines were. The whole reason, the whole narrative on how effective and safe the vaccines were took change because Biden took over and started shilling the vaccine harder than Trump does, and Trump still shills that shit. The only difference is Trump wouldn't have made a mandate, but Biden still, but Biden did. It's literally the only difference here. They both shill hard as hell for Big Pharma, yet both claim to be of the people, for the people, and by the people. Blow me. I like Trump over Biden, definitely, but at the same time, watching him sit there and shill it regularly, super hard, nonstop, all the time, even when the crowd boos him, is just fucking frustrating. And quite frankly, when it all comes out how dangerous this vaccine was, I hope he has to stand and testify for it. You want to claim it? All right, dog. I better see you claim that shit when it all comes out and let what happened. I swear, bro. And he ain't going to. And people aren't going to hold him to that. They're going to be like, well, you know, he only made warp speed. It's not like he was in the basement mixing stuff. When that's not the argument anyone's ever made. It's if you want to claim take credit for the vaccine and say you looked at all this and you knew all this about the vaccine before it came out. You saw the true studies and saw how safe it was. All right, bro. Well, when we see what the true studies are, you know, we see what happened in the trials. I, I hope you uh, I hope you are happy with yourself saying that so loudly. This article and everything will be in the description below. It's already at 26 minutes. Let's wrap this up real quick. I got another article to get into, so let's go. Oh. Ah. There we go. They made it very quick. COVID's still here. We just have to make sure we're smart. Which is why medical experts are encouraging people 12 and up who are two months out from their last booster or vaccine shot to get this new booster. It is Boo. more effective against recent strains of the coronavirus. Natural and just as the, the flu wind. vaccine gets updated each year, you can expect that COVID vaccines will as well. Oh, you mean like a flu shot? Like a fucking flu shot? And I'm probably never going to get this fucking vaccine. Ever. But... So that's it, right? Joe Biden has come out. He says the pandemic's over. It's done. He beat COVID. Hallelujah. We're out of the darkness. We're into the light. This is over, right? Let's end on this great article again by Politico. That's two Politico articles in one goddamn day. Man, I must be coming some kind of leftist, am I right? Now, I have a story I'm going to end with, but this is the last article for the news coverage. Joe Biden was rogue, bro. This is the best shit ever. So, the executive branch of the White House has gone rogue from the rest of the government. Not in a Trump way, but in a dementia-addled, rattled fucking way. Because everyone from Fauci to the CDC to his own COVID task force, again, led by Fauci, however, were caught off guard sharply. By Joe Biden's claim that the pandemic is in fact over. And they are fucking... Oh no! Drop my Sudafed. Ah. And they are shitting themselves. We're also going to do our own episode later on talking about how uh, <laughs> all these all these big pharma companies took a financial nosedive after Biden said this. This is going to get its own little episode series. A trilogy, if you will. But... 
Let's check this out, shall we? From Politico, published just four hours ago, by the way. Biden declared the pandemic is over. His COVID team says it's more complicated. Biden's 60 minutes remarks surprised his own health advisors and came as the administration seeks more COVID response funding. Oh, his own. And if we're sitting here and we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden is the one calling the shots, that means Joe Biden himself wanted more funding at some point in the last, before the last five days, presumably, because that interview, right? Everyone's making the rounds talking about the interview now, but very few people are talking about the fact that that interview happened five fucking days ago. Six as of the time of this recording, now that it's after midnight. Also, happy uh, September 20th. Anyway. It's just, God. So if he's supposed to be in control, that means he's the one who wanted more money and said we need more money to fight COVID. Now he's saying the pandemic is over. (sighs) By a six-minute interview, remarks surprised his own health advisors and came as the administration seeks more COVID response funding. Help me. By Adam... Uh... Cancrian and Krista Marr published 9:19 at 8:12 p.m. White House officials spent the better part of this year plotting a delicate step-by-step process they hoped would guide the U.S. out of its pandemic era. One element that was not part of the plan: President Joe Biden. <laughs> Just coming out and saying it. The pandemic is over, man. I'm tired of corn pops. It's corn. It's got the knobs. Sorry. The pen. <laughs> Sorry, somebody very close to me has been obsessed with, the, with that kid saying, It's corn. So now, whenever I, I, I just. Sorry. I said corn, I'm thinking of. It's got the juice. Quote The pandemic is over. Biden said in a 60 minutes interview, why is that in quotation? 60 minutes, end quote, what the fuck? Interview that aired Sunday, quote, we still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it, but the pandemic is over. But the pandemic is over. The declaration surprised the president's own senior health officials, many of whom only learned about Biden's remarks from a tweet, from tweets and news headlines. The president had not on, not originally pl- uh, planned to make a major make uh, major news on COVID, nor had he discussed with his health advisors announcing an end to the pandemic soon. Two senior officials said, <laughs> "Ah, go fuck yourself." When the White House reviewed a transcript of his comments after the interview which was taped earlier this week, it did not alert its COVID team, leaving the administration without a coordinated response for the immediate aftermath. (laughs) No. Okay, so 60 Minutes, if you didn't catch that, 60 Minutes, it just said here that 60 Minutes reached out to to Biden's staff before this aired. Uh, But earlier it said... But earlier, it fucking said that a lot of these people only found out about it from tweets. Now, my question is, Politico reached out for comment, right? 
Politico edits all their interviews before they go up. I wonder how many people wanted this delayed a little bit longer so they could pull all their stock, all their money out of these pharmaceutical companies before the crash happened. Again, that's getting its own episode. We're already over a half hour mark here, and I try not to do hour-long episodes anymore. Which was taped earlier this week. It did not alert its COVID team leaving the administration without a coordinated response for the immediate aftermath. I take it back what I just said then. In the hour since, health officials have privately and sarcastically applauded themselves for a job well done. After 20 months of round-the-clock work, they joked. All it took to end a once-in-a-century crisis was for Biden to declare it finished. Others argued that the time had actually come for such declaration. I'd say it did a long time ago. That the virus is a manageable state. Is at a manageable state. And Biden was simply putting it blunt. In blunt terms. Whereas administration has long been headed Substantively, however, there was lingering concern that Biden's off-the-cuff comments could undercut the White House's efforts to actually bring the public health emergency that is the COVID crisis to a formally declared close and turn into a political headache should the virus come roaring back, which is going to elections are less than two months away, dude. Quote, we are not where we need to be if we are going to, quote, live with the virus. Yeah, we are. Oh, yes, we certainly are. Just for the briefest moment, let's look at USA Today. Another left outlet, by the way. I like using the left outlet when when it comes to pandemics, when it comes to undermining their own fucking narrative. What will COVID-19 look like this summer? Health experts say the virus won't be endemic yet <clears throat> oh by uh, Adriana Rodriguez published May 9th 2022 the past two pandemic summers saw a spike in COVID-19 cases hospitalizations and death but the season may be different though health experts expect cases to rise they said the wave won't be as devastating as the previous two summers or the surge of Omicron variant of coronavirus. Unlike the previous summers, most of the U.S. population has had some immunity against the uh, against coronavirus from vaccines, boosters, and previous infections. Natural immunity. People have access to antivirals that can prevent hospitalizations in the unvaccinated. The va- unvaccinated don't really have to worry about that shit, but thanks, Chief. Appreciate you. However, immunity <clears throat> wanes, and new variants could evade what protection remains. Yeah, I love how it was like, oh, these are safe and effective. They'll last you forever. Look, you can get the entire COVID vaccine's effectivity rate for one shot for a dollar worth of this news. That didn't come out right, but you get what I was trying to say. <clears throat> Quote, I know we are, all want to be done with COVID, but I don't think it's done with us, said Dr. Jessica Justman, associate professor of medicine in epidemiology and senior technical director of ICAP at Columbus University's uh, Mailman School for Public Health. 
what to expect this summer. Coronavirus tr uh, trends in the spring give experts clues of what to expect this summer. Cases plummeted after Omicron surge in the winter, then uh, plateaued at the beginning uh, and began to rise in the spring. A USA Today analyst of Johns Hopkins data shows the pace of cases doubled in April compared with the month prior to about 5,000, uh, sorry, 54,000 per day. The average pace of deaths fell to 327 per day. Again, dubious with or with, you know, died of or with COVID, which wasn't. About half uh, where it was at the end of March. The month added for, uh, the month added 17,288 COVID-19 patients in its hospitals, not far above March's ending of 16,000 32, though the uh, worst-case scenario is the uh, emergence of a potent uh, variant that isn't dueled by vaccines, or isn't dulled by vaccines, and produce infections causing a large wave of... No, that didn't happen to begin with. ...is the very acute, fulminant phase of an outbreak. And the other day when I said, we are no longer in that fulminant acute phase that does not mean that the pandemic is over by no means is it over we still are experiencing a global pandemic when you talk about getting it to a level of control a level of control really is not when you have tens of thousands of hospitalizations and you have a thousand or more two thousand three thousand deaths it's when you get those levels low enough that it really is not disrupting. You don't overwhelm the hospital. It isn't a fearful threat throughout society, but there are going to be infections in the community. I don't think we're gonna completely eliminate that. You heard that, right? He said there will, we are past the point where there are, you know, tons and tons of deaths from this. I just rewind and enjoy that last little, little clip it, right? You don't overwhelm the thousands of hospitalizations and you have a thousand or more, two thousand, three thousand deaths. It's when you get those levels low enough that it really is not disrupting. You don't overwhelm the hospital. People just getting that number down, right? To a manageable level, you would say. To a manageable degree. To a manageable level. Getting it down to that would make this more of an endemic thing. It isn't a fearful threat throughout society. It isn't scary anymore. People aren't people aren't, aren't fucking cowering in their own homes anymore from it. And you know, hospitalizations are down. This is no longer disrupting society, he says. Interesting. But there are going to be infections in the community. I don't think we're going to completely eliminate that. So, and there's still going to be people who get sick. There's still going to be COVID cases. And we can't stop it ever. It's just going to be part of society. From the man himself. The, I could just scroll down here and seen this. But, oh well. We, <clears throat> back to this article, quote, We are not where we need to be if we are going to, quote, live with the virus. Are you sure? Because in, on May 9th, it seemed, in, around May 9th, it seems like Fauci thought we were well on the way there. Interesting. Oh, wait, who said that? Who's, Fauci said that? Even though Fauci just a few months ago said, we, 
we're already on the way to that and that this was still a pandemic but we are 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 how did how how is that phrased we are at the acute pandemic phase really is not when you have tens of thousands of hospitalizations and you have a thousand or more 2000 3000 deaths it's when you get those levels low enough that it really is not disrupting you don't overwhelm the hospital it isn't a fearful threat throughout society but there are going to be infections in the community i don't think we're going to completely eliminate that mm. and he said that in january of this year january of this year january 2022 he said we are past the point where people need to be afraid People are still going to be infected, but it's not going. To, it's no longer going to be a disruption to the to society. It, we, we are past the acute phase. It's time to start working towards this being an endemic thing. And now he's saying we're not where we need to be if we're going to just live with the virus. Anthony Fauci, Biden's chief medical advisor, said on Monday, "Quote." We still must be aware. We still must be aware of how unusual the virus is and continues to be in its ability to evolve into new variants which defy the standards of public health mechanisms of addressing an outbreak. Huh. After saying one thing and then the other a few months later, unheard of. Biden pronounced Biden's pronouncement is likely to give Republicans more ammo to oppose the White House funding request to keep the federal COVID response afloat. Oh, boy, diddly will it. The White House is seeking more than $22 billion, though Democrats' faith they could secure that amount in an upcoming budget bill was waning even before the airing of the 60 Minutes interview. It could also complicate the administration's campaign for people to seek updated vaccines ahead of potential winter surge, an uphill battle that health officials say <laughs> say will be a true deter- uh, <clears throat> determinant for whether the U.S. can emerge from the public, from the pandemic. My apologies. God, this fucking seasonal shit's kicking my ass and making me retarded more than I already was. Moving on. COVID is probably not the biggest issue at this moment. A senior Biden official said, quote, It's just that COVID is still a real challenge. And if things go bad, it could go from being a problem to being the biggest issue again. Fear monger. Be afraid. Ooh. Again. Not really that deadly of a virus to begin with. And it's getting actively less and less dangerous and deadly per evolution as viruses do naturally. They become more transmissible and far less deadly. And it's been two years. Who the fuck wants to go into February 2023 still dealing with any pandemic shit? See, if you want to argue there was nothing funky in the 2020 elections, sure. So let's go with this, right? 
Biden said he'd end the pandemic, which I mean, technically he just did, right? Anyway. <clears throat> God, my allergies are just kicking my fucking ass and it sucks. <coughs> right? So people voted Joe Biden into office because they were scared of the pandemic and not thinking Trump was doing enough to stop it. Those same people are tired of this. I know leftists and people who are on the left in 2020 who were all about, like, I'm not getting Trump's vaccine, who then flip-flopped and went and got Biden's, quote-unquote, Biden's vaccine. They're just tired of the pandemic as a whole. They really are. And I think enough people are at the point where it's like, look, I'm selfish. If people die but I get my freedoms back, fuck them. The left tends to be a selfish group of people. And that's where their minds are going to be at currently. I guarantee it. Not all of them, but a very large amount of them are going to be like, look, I don't care. Right? I just want my shit back. I got vaccinated. I did everything right. I'm good. I'm safe. I'm vaccinated. I'm jabbed up. I'm safe. I want my shit back. So, they might vote Republican if they know it's going to lift restrictions, even if it makes people suffer around them. It will give them what they think they want. And that's what the left tends to vote for anyway. The average young leftist, or the average, I need to differentiate, the young liberal, not young leftist, the young liberal, less less idea-driven than a, a young leftist would be. A young liberal would vote Republican just to get back to normal, quote-unquote normal. And that's my assumption here, anyway. Administration officials involved with the COVID response stress that Biden's remarks would not impact their policy planning, nor that they represented a turning point in the response, then what power does Joe Biden have, right? The administration is still expecting a renew, uh, expecting to renew its COVID public health declaration in October and is pushing ahead to stockpile testing supplies. All bought from China, by the way. Especially the Abbott supplies. Thanks. But Biden said it's over. But that's not going to change what you guys are going to do anyway, right? Because what power does the commander-in-chief have? But that's more of an episode to talk about the Taiwan response. The White House also downplayed the rhetorical significance of Biden's comments, dismissing it as the president's attempt to highlight the administration's success in beating back the virus. Widely available vaccines and treatments are capable of blunting the worst of COVID's effects. The businesses and schools are open, and emergency health measures have largely evaporated. Even if the U.S. is technically still in a pandemic, aides argue Biden is trying to express so you mean people, aides are trying to speak for Biden. Biden very clearly said what he meant to say there, right? At least what he meant to say in that moment, I guess. <laughs> Biden was trying to express that most people's lives are no longer being controlled by it. That's not what he said, though. That's not what he fucking said, though. I love it. When Trump was in office, they bent whatever he said to make him out to be the worst person ever. And Trump did a lot of really stupid shit. A ton of stupid shit. But you guys would bend everything he said to make him sound like the worst possible person ever. Ever. But now you try to find ways to bend it so Biden be the greatest person ever. 
Democracy dies in darkness. My ass. Democracy dies in plain view of everybody. But only a handful of people know what they're looking at. The rest of them think the person's just having a weird dancing fit. Nah, it's having a seizure and spazzing on the floor in front of everybody. But yeah, sure, it's breakdancing. That analogy made no sense, but we're moving on. When properly used, the tools we now have can prevent nearly all COVID-19 deaths, the plan said. Can I play this one more time? I can, and I will. Right? Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. Still, the episode underscores the difficulty of facing the White House in claiming political credit for its progress on pandemic on the pandemic, even as it tries to rally a weary public against the threat of a resurgence. More than 300 people a day are still dying from COVID-19. Bullshit! A allegedly, my opinion. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. Shouldn't be the CDCP? Why is it just CDC? It shouldn't be C the CDCP? That just goes off the tongue, too. I'm going to start calling that. Actually, the CDCP said this. We were like, what was that? Oh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. They're like, oh, I thought that was the CDC. It is. Anyway. <clears throat> and tens of thousands more are hospitalized. Biden officials and public health experts worry that a wave of cases during the colder months could once again disrupt American lives and believe the emergence of another vi variant down the road is inevitable. It is inevitable. It's a virus. They're going to mutate. It's the same reason why every year we have a new uh, concocted and a new formulated co uh, flu shot. It's because it fucking changes. It evolves. It mutates. It changes. It's a virus. Jesus. It's the same. It, it, they do the same thing inside you. You know that, right? That's how the chicken pox virus turns into fucking shingles. It's in you and it evolves. The only difference is the flu is fucking around. Well, it's not really around you. It requires hosts and cells to live. So it's like growing someone and then you catch it from that after you mutate it. Anyway, we know how this shit spreads. <clears throat> it's inevitable that, that COVID is going to fucking evolve again. And there was like Mu, Delta, Omicron. There was a, like a fucking all fucking digits and numbers and shit one where it was like something it was like uh new 12 strain some shit like that and i'm pretty sure like i said back then we had some reports from whistleblowers saying that a lot of these new variants weren't actually new variants they were just fear-mongering but that all depends on if you fucking like james o'keefe or not if you believe it i guess <laughs> At the same time, the administration has increasingly struggled to get people vaccinated, uh, stemmed by difficulties breaking through the public's pandemic fatigue. 
Uh, no. It's because the same politicians who made it mandatory for you to get the vaccine told you not to get it because Trump made it in his fucking ba- Oh, hyperbolic here, but they were saying it's Trump's vaccine and I'm not going to get it. And then as soon as they got an offer, they said, get the vaccine or else. I know a lot of people who voted for Joe Biden who were like, wait, I thought the Trump vaccine, I, I thought we weren't supposed to get that vaccine. Why is he making us get it? And it's like, oh, now you're asking questions. But apparently this isn't that common of a breed of leftist to come or of liberal to come across. Why do I keep saying leftist? I watched one Salty Cracker video, now I'm all fucking retarded. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I like Salty Cracker videos, but he calls everybody a leftist, now I'm doing it. Ah! It's okay, I call everybody a shit for like three days after I started watching Jimmy Dore a couple years back. Plus this is almost, this is going to be an hour long, so now I'm just getting rambly. Um, public health has recently lost the trust of many because we seem to be uh, whipsawing back and forth between different positions. No shit, said Michael uh, Osterholm, director for the Center of for Infectious Disease and Research and a policy at the University of Minnesota. Quote, here's an example of one right now. If you say the pandemic is over with, why would people need to get these boosters? We're already hearing that from the public, end quote. The chorus of disapproval from the public health community with Biden's comments drew eye rolls among White House aides Monday, who pointed to their efforts to promote boosters and shots to secure more funding as evidence that they are not treating COVID as a problem of the past. Rather, White House officials insisted that they can... Weird noise. Sorry, someone was in my headphones buzzing. Hmm. Rather, the White House officials insisted that they can run some kind of aggressive vaccination campaign that's needed to protect people. I like how he said, rather, the White House officials insisted they can run a kind of aggressive vaccination campaign that's needed to protect people against the resurgence. While simultaneously acknowledging that much of the country has moved on. The administration earlier this month opted to roll out a new updated vaccine to ensure uh, vulnerable populations could get their shots well before the winter. It has also sought to rebrand the COVID vaccine as a -a once-a-year shot, and acknowledgement aid said, quote, or sorry, aid said, that most healthy people won't need more protection than that to starve off severe illness and likely won't be willing to get it anyway. No shit. We just covered on the show, like, what, two weeks ago, how, um, was it Merck had to throw away 400 million doses of the vaccine because people didn't want them? I might, you probably have the farm school company wrong that, uh, did that, but oh well. Actually, I think it was Moderna. Yeah, it was Moderna. The new message approach developed by the Biden's top health officials is aimed at reviving interest in the vaccines and normalizing them as part of people's border health routines. Broader health routines, sorry. Rather than the latest in an endless series of booster shots. Are you guys finally catching on to that? Some people have been looking at it. Congratulations. In a recent in a recent press briefing, White House COVID nineteen response coordinator uh, Ashish Jha touted the shift to an annual vaccination uh, cadence as an quote 
important milestone. Biden is also expected to deliver a speech promoting the annual approach. In the near future, Aides said in what would be his first COVID-specific public address since July. <laughs> well, that's not an awkward situation, is it not? Those tactics are only likely to get the administration so far, though the community groups doing outreach for the shots have reported tepid demands. In the first weeks of the rollout, a lack of urgency that those on the ground said has been reinforced by the rush at the state and local levels to eliminate the last of the pandemic precautions, like masking and vaccine requirements. Quote, This is very difficult. Read Tucker, uh, Tuxen co-founder of the Black Coalition Against COVID, oh man, I'm sure they're not politically driven in any way, said of the state and local outreach effort even before Biden's, quote, 60 minutes, why is that in quotes, comments, quote, the sentiment out there is that this disease, as far as they are concerned, is over. No one's saying the disease is over, we're just saying the fear of it is over. It's normalized. People have natural immunity against it, and they're good. People who got vaccinated or have myo and pericarditis, and, you know, they're okay, I guess. I mean, why would people with myo and pericarditis not be okay? I mean, why would the unvaccinated not be okay, right? <clears throat> but officials privately uh, allowed that take-up of updated vaccines is likely to remain low, even as they plan to use government's limited uh, remaining... Whoa, Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry about that. That was loud as hell. My my apologies. I'm almost done here. Yeesh, now I have to go back. Nah, damn it, I have to go back and find out if anyone can see that fucking number. Fucking hell. People adding more work to my editing routine. Fuck. Anyway, the sentiment out there is the disease is far. It's over. Biden officials privately allowed that take-up of the updated vaccine is likely to remain low, even as they plan to use government's limited remaining COVID funds to push the shots as, crit uh, as critical to keeping people safe. It was another factor contributing to the difficulty in discerning what stage of the pandemic fight, uh, sorry, determining what stage of the pandemic fight the country is in, quote. Where are we in the pandemic? Ulsterholm said, quote, we have to just acknowledge we don't know. And that is the end of this article from Politico, published just about four hours ago as of the time of reading. And I got done... Right before I hit the hour mark. Yeah, we just hit an hour on the recording. And I have to go make sure people's phone numbers aren't... I don't know how I'm going to get that out. That's going to be a pain in the ass. God damn, I don't know who called, but man. Now I'm fucking... Urgh. Anyway. Uh, that threw me off my train of thought a little bit. Honestly, so I'm going to end this here before I go ranting and raving. It's already been an hour long, so that this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison. This has been a bit of a sloppy ep episode. Oh, well. I will catch you guys later. Deuce.